Hey, it's Desi, Christo, and Alec. Before we continue with this episode, I just want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Anchor. If you haven't heard of them, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Do you think you need a full thousand dollars setup just to make a podcast? No way. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Best of all, Anchor is 100% free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for listening, and now let's get back to the rest of the episode. I'm Desire Gomez, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Desi. Now, I'm going to give a rather quick intro to this because I bet some of you are just dying to get to the next chapter of Metal Play. And to start off the episode, I just want to say we have activated listener support so that way we can get a bit of income coming into the podcast or from the podcast. And that way we can start investing in newer equipment and better softwares to help bring better audio and better quality stories to you and many others. Now, to get to the mainly good part of the story, or episode I should say, let's get right into it with chapter two. Chapter 2 Extra Extra As hours pass by, I'm drawn forth to the depths of my mind over the revelation that I have unmasked. For the majority of my young and now teenage years, I was raised in a small orphanage in the small town of Helston. Everyone knew everything and everyone in it was near to impossible to keep gossip from spreading. But to now believe that aspects of my daily life and the people have grown to known as the only family, I've been a part of something unspeakable. No, it's nonsense. They can never do that to children in the orphanage. But yet again, the headmistress is not exactly known for her caring heart. Among the children in the orphanage where I reside, the headmistress is mostly identified for her cold scowl and her hatred for children. For all I know from the whispers that I heard from the previous day, it wouldn't be totally out of the question that the headmistress used whatever she received in the deliveries to pamper up her own life and trying to better the lives of the orphans. Wandering through my thoughts and trying to piece together the puzzle, I'm interrupted by the shouts of Gilbert. Hugo, Hugo, Gilbert shouted, cupping his hands around his mouth, emphasizing the sound of his voice, alerted by the shouts, I'm forced to look up from the carton of eggs in my arms, tracking a black coat and following the intimidating man in front of me. 
His face was covered in a thick brown beard. His hair was covered by a small top hat. Uh, sorry, sir. Excuse me. Moving my way around the awkward situation, as I looked behind me to pinpoint Gilbert's location, on the bright sidewalk, I see Gilbert receiving his bag of groceries from the ground. After a moment of remembrance, I recalled that the mistresses had tasked two of the older orphans to go out and collect the weekly groceries. I had voluntarily asked if Gilbert and I could go to run the errand. I had taken this opportunity to get away from the orphanage after my discovery. And I found it the best as I could indulge my thoughts to the only person I trust in that horrid place. Away from prying ears and eyes, from those who wish us to not know about this little secret. That was a close one, Hugo. You could have smashed eggs. Sorry, Bill. I guess I was distracted. Well, I suppose everything is alright since no one got hurt. So I think this errand was excellent. Gilbert, please don't try to dumb down my intelligence with those idiotic egg puns. Gilbert let out a small chuckle as his smile reddens his face. Turning to see Gilbert and his brightening smile, I suppose, I too can help but let it light my face to smile. But the sun was soon covered with darkened clouds. Gilbert, have you ever heard the mistresses talk about something you didn't understand? Or notice anything odd about the other children? Slowing down his pace, Gilbert turns his eyes to face me, bearing a look of confusion and concern. Well, I have noticed that some children have gone missing from the orphanage recently. Turning away, his head faces the brick sidewalk. Watching as he steps on each stone, separately with each foot, hesitantly, my first wife been dreading to tell my own friend that our lives are in danger. Gilbert, what if I told you that not all orphanage. I heard, uh, saw some things that I shouldn't have. My voice wavers. As I try to explain what happened, Gilbert swiftly turns to look at me. And his face tells me that he suspects something, but does not want to admit whatever it is. I think that the headmistress is selling orphans. Pausing for a response, Gilbert's face tells me a story of horror and fright. As a tale of his close friends are being sold like livestock. No, no that. Can't be true, Hugo. You're you're messing with me, right? Hey, I gave back your journal, didn't I? 
You can stop the act now. Giving me a cracked smile. And denies the truth I have been something. I'll say nothing. I turn my eyes away. And look towards the shop across the street. In the corner of my left eye, I could see girls smiling, turning to a frown of disbelief. I'm sorry. Girl, I wish I could say otherwise. But the pieces are already showing me the puzzle. Baffled by this information, Gilbert stumbled backwards, finding the right words to say back to me. Well, if they were selling orphans, do, do you have any proof? Gilbert protested. In shock, I spin my head around to fix him. No, but that's what you're going to help me with. I snapped back, straightening my spine, raising up taller in front of Gilbert. Eyes cold and still. What? Hugo, how do we even know if this is true? What if the missing just got adopted and we didn't know? Before having the chance to respond, he heard the shouting of the casual news little boy. Extra, extra! Children go missing from countryside orphanage! Cannot be on the loose! He shouted, waving newspapers in the air and handing one to an elderly man. Is that proof for you? It's not just our orphanage, it's happening all over the country! shouted. After hearing my words, Gilbert becomes silent in defeat. Seeing my friend defeated, I take a deep breath and say, Gil, I'm sorry for shouting, but I need your help. I think we can find the evidence that we need in the headmistress office. Explaining my plan, Gilbert raises his head and points out a flaw in my plan. But how will you even get in? Surely someone will hear you if you try to break the lock. He remarks, stunned, I slowly realize that I don't have a plan to distract the headmistress from the office. Come on. Taking longer as it is, we need to head back before we cause any suspicion. Nudging my shoulder with his, he directs me to move forward. Following like a sheep to his shepherd, I follow Gilbert back to the orphanage, trying to concoct a plan to distract the mistress from the office, provided to be the tedious task. Start a fight with one of the children? No, they would just send a few mistresses. Not all of them. Flood the washrooms? No, they would just send one to find the culprit. A fire? No, we're just trying to distract them for at least an hour or two, not destroy the orphanage. Baffled, I finally pulled myself from thought and back to reality. 
defeated, I recognized the area that we walked into. We're almost home. Can I call it home? It's the only home I've known for years now, but it doesn't feel right after what I discovered. While walking, I feel a watery sensation on my nose. Looking up, I see the dark clouds circling above us. Grinning, I come up with the plan that we needed. Hey, Gilbert, I call out. Catching his attention, he stops in front of me and responds. What happened, Hugo? Confused, he looks up to the sky. Same as me. Hearing a gasp next to my ear, I know that Gilbert understands my intentions. Gilbert, I think we found our distraction. Alright, and that's the end of chapter two of metal play i hope you have enjoyed for now and i hope that you'll continue to listen in on the story and i hope that you are actually enjoying the story we are working as hard as we can to provide the best entertainment quality to you as we are beginners we're not professionals at this if this isn't uh, evidence enough but before we sign off, I also want to mention that we now have a Patreon account. So if you want to get benefits from uh, three different tier options, ranging from three to nine dollars, you could get recognition or in this case, a shout out at the end of an episode. You could get bloopers. You're going to get early access and you're also going to get some digital copies of the story in case you want to do a little read along or you just want to have some quality reading time so if you want to check it out you just go to www.patreon.com slash story time with desi now we don't expect a lot to sign up but we hope maybe a few will just to give us a little boost i am desi and this is story time with desi thank you for joining us Bye.